Just tell me when you want me to say the opening. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Enough Brothers, because there are four of us, but only two of us uh, here. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking right, it's enough. That is enough. This is enough. Did you, what are, I, we, hello, mm -hmm. Daniel. Yeah. It's been a while since we've, we've recorded a podcast. Did you know that? Uh, you know, it freaking has been a hot minute or three. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Oh, I could still hear you before. It's been a hot minute or three. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I made basically just an outline based on the things we ended up talking about last time. Nice. And so I've got bullet points. Do you have, what's, do you have an outline that you're, you're going to be going from? Boy, howdy, I didn't. So we're just going to, we're going to go and make well, it happen. You're cutting in and out. I said I didn't. So we're just going to go and hope, hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh. Let's, uh, let's go I, with I what you got like first. I heard what you said in those previous two sentences. What did you say? Oh, I said I didn't, but we're just going to go and hope for the best. Okay. Um, so in the previous one, we opened with me opening my home, my travel office. Oh, yeah, that's right. You remember the, my portable office? I do remember that. That was a good time. Uh. Do you want to know where it is now? Please tell me where it is right now. <laughs> did you know that I moved to Texas? That I did. You did, in fact, move to Texas. Is it a stationary mobile office now? Uh, not intentionally. <laughs> it's still my mobile office, but it has been sitting in the same place for multiple months now. Well, I mean, it works as long as it's portable, I suppose. Yes, as long as it's still ready. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. You just always you gotta you never know when you're gonna need your office to just be somewhere else. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in Erica's. Erica has an apartment. I'm living with my cousin, and she has let me use her uh, spare room for my studio. In quotation marks, you can't see my me doing that with my fingers, but nice. um, and it just sits in the corner of that room all the time. They open. Well, there so, we go. That's convenient. Um, so this mobile office, Daniel. Yes. I gotta be what? Hmm. I gotta be honest with you. It is a very different experience to do this over the phone instead of in your in in person in your basement. That it very well is, and also you missed out on the fact that I have also somewhat upgraded my basement since then. Oh, tell me what you've upgraded. So, I don't remember. I didn't put up the, so I, you know how it was studio-y before, but I hadn't like fully put together like, I don't think the sound boards and all that crap by the time you came in, did I? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I had gotten some sound panels from a friend, and so I- Oh, you did have them I when did I put was them there, up good. but they were on the ground. Yeah, oh yeah. So I figured out an actual real solution to that situation. Uh so I went and bought some good old, like, one-by-somethings. Looks like one-by-fours. I can barely even see them from here. One-by-two, half-by-twos. It doesn't matter. That's mm -hmm. the less important part. I made some nice little frames, and I'll tell you what. They haven't fallen off the wall 
yet. And it's been like a few months, like since August. So no big deal. I am the greatest craftsman known to man. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I, 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 too have plans to uh, do some serious modification to my studio because that's Eric. Eric basically gave me that room. We're getting married. In that case is you didn't, true. In yes. case you hadn't heard, I hope you've heard because you're in the wedding. Yeah, that'd be real fun. weird if I hadn't by now. <laughs> well, there's a story for that. Remind me to tell you another a story about that. But um. <laughs> Uh, she gave me that room as as um, to be my studio. She was like, "Hey Nick, you have a a, a studio," and I was like, "I'm stoked. That's said, perfect boy, because howdy. this is going to be the year of the studio." Oh yeah. So do you do do you this? We're only a few days into this year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Do you do resolutions or anything like that? You know, I. I- I never really did, and I still stand by that, actually. I was thinking about it the other day. <laughs> you were debating whether or not to start doing it? Pretty much. And and then I realized, I was like, mm. you know, if there's anything I'm going to do, I might as well do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, nope. like, setting a goal of, like, when to start is cool, but, like, I was like, you know, I've been through enough crap by now that I know if I think about it, and I put it off, I might as well be putting it off for, like, forever. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I totally get that. So I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Instead of trying to set, uh, I'm going to do this on, like, because even now, I have, uh, because as you know, I, and we talked about it some, doing uh, videography stuff. I've done, I've been getting a ton into videography, film, cinematography, all of this sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I've been getting into it, and as of two months ago, I started getting into photography as well. And, oh, no. Well, but, I mean, it's uh, actually Daniel, helpful. you just get into too many things. It's true. And, of course, you know how I do it where I'll, like, actually spe- dedicate a little too much time on them to where it's, like, I'm mm-hmm. solidly proficient with them. So, like, thankfully, photography, like, is very helpful to my ability as a filmmaker, right? So mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a far stretch. Like, it was bound to kind of happen, you know? But mm-hmm. I I realized, <clears throat> well, I still need to practice, right? Because, like, I want to do mm-hmm. these, these things seriously. And so I was like, you know what? This new year, my goal, uh, m- mind you, it's not a resolution, and I didn't set an actual start date. Oh, of course not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> but, Go ahead. Tell me about your goals. <laughs> but my goal was, you know what? Why don't I go ahead and do... um what's the word do a like a themed photo thing every week so just at some point during the week i pretty much i have to do a themed photo shoot every week it doesn't matter what the theme is it doesn't matter really what it is i'm shooting doesn't matter how many how long any of it just it has to have some form of a theme and Mm -hmm. mostly out of necessity because right now like my personal instagram is fine but my like brand instagram that i have for like my one damn band you know brand that I've mm-hmm. been using for everything else yeah, I do business why. Yeah, for my music, for my videos. Mm-hmm. That one uh looks like trash, uh to say the least. So <laughs> I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to actually update this in a way that allows me to like, you know, make it useful and nice looking. So mm-hmm. 
I was like, the best way to do this is to, and to do it consistently, which has been like my hardest thing is mm-hmm. let's just freaking do a photo shoot every week and then make yeah. a video every month so that I have mm-hmm. both video and photo stuff that I can put into this at least once a week to get me going. And then maybe that's a huge more. commitment. I love that. It's a giant commitment, but that's also, you know how I am. So, I mean, it's not a huge surprise, <laughs> but like, what? I was like, you know how I am. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. why, why go home if you can go big? I'm pretty sure that's the phrase, right? Right. It's, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause the worst thing possible would be go going home. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm already home. So, <laughs> so I was like, let me go on and do that. Right. Uh, I have like three, four more days to do my first uh, photo project. Uh, This week's theme is um, and I I, I also am kind of being a little loose with like the first week thing, because obviously a first week of the year would end on like Friday. Right. Or something. Oh, yeah. 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 But I was like, "Eh, it doesn't really matter. So this week's theme was self-portraits because I've been wanting to get into like just learning how to do self-portraits because I think it's a cool. cool. Yeah. Like it's a cool way to be creative and like make make pick take photos because there's so many different ways to do everything. Right. You know, so Mm -hmm. I was like, let me do self-portraits. It's going to be Thursday and I still need to like take one picture of myself with my camera. (laughs) So it's going to happen. I'm not too worried about that, but like, you know, it's, it's that thing of like, there's like resolutions for me. I'm like, either I'm going to do it or I'm not, you know? So Mm -hmm. I, I'd better just go ahead and do it. And we'll, we'll be, we'll be golden. If I keep waiting around for a specific day or like, cause you know how people like to push their resolutions too. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to push them. So like so, so people might like be like, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. And starting on the first, I'll do it. But like the problem with that, that I've seen, and I mean, a lot of people I think have experienced, I've even experienced it, is that you'll go real mm-hmm. strong and hard for a while. And then the first time you kind of like screw up your, like your pattern, your system, your habit, right. Mm-hmm. You get real demoralized, right. Oh, yeah, you get hard on yourself. Yeah, super hard on yourself because you're like, I did this for you a month. You throw guilt on. Yeah, and and it's like, well, I mean, who – you did so much, you know, already. It's not the worst thing to just hop back in even if you messed up. It's what I run into working out especially a lot, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm not going to set myself a resolution per se. And, like, mm-hmm. if there's something I feel like I want to do, I'll just do it, you know. And I'm not going to really worry mm-hmm. about how long it takes. I'm just going to go ahead and try and do it. But so we'll we'll see how these photos and videos things goes. And I think it's going to turn out pretty solid because one thing that I've really been getting at, and I think I've talked to you, we've talked about it before, is like the most important thing is that you just like progress through growth, you know? Yeah. Like that's more important than how quickly you do it and, or how much you grow in a certain mm-hmm. period. So, but yeah, how about yourself? What about your resolution? Uh, I'll throw your question right back at you, in fact. I am looking forward to you listening to this podcast back and hearing your little explanation there that was a good paragraph about (laughs) uh, how you're 
you're not doing a resolution, but you are doing a resolution and you're not going to be late because you've redefined late and how, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this oh, yeah. is going to, you're going to laugh at yourself at, after this. You know that, right? Oh, a hundred percent. No, he's laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, um, that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I did something similar. Do you want to hear a story about when I did something similar? Yes, please. Okay. So this, I think it was my second year might have been my third year of having a youtube channel uh no it was my second year Mm -hmm. my second year with a youtube channel you know i'd been making videos kind of off and on uh it was hard to make videos consistently while i was homeless and also not because being homeless makes it hard but because being the type of person that is homeless makes it hard to get anything done let alone a youtube video which is a lot of work um and but at this point, I had like I had a, a a steady job, although it wasn't about to last very long, mm-hmm. um, uh, <laughs> and I had an apartment, and so like things felt like they were coming back together. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and I made this resolution to do a video every day for a month. I think a I YouTube remember that video actually. Every day for a month. Yeah, that was crazy. I ended up doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I ended up losing my job partway through that month. Um, it was just, it was, a, it ended up being a crazy month of just doing crazy stuff. And I, I, in, by the natural metric, uh, which is, um, did you successfully do a video every, every day of that month? Uh, by that metric, uh, failure. Yeah. Because within three days, I figured out that I, I was, I did not have the focus or time to make any length of video that was of any substance or interest, even to myself, that was uh, that didn't take three days to make. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was my problem. And the, that's partly because I, I, I don't love doing editing, but I hate videos that aren't edited i love i love a good edited video right oh yeah and so i don't have the patience for an unedited video so like because that's the style i enjoy that's the style i want to emulate well so it so in that sense the month total failure right and you can look at and 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 at the end of that month or even during that month i had the choice of like am i gonna throw guilt on myself and slow myself down or am i gonna keep going as fast as i can and what ended up happening is I, i kept going as fast as i could Mm-hmm. And I did end up getting out like twenty something videos that month. I did do like four, almost a whole week of videos back to back every single day. Like eventually, I got to where I was doing good enough that I could do that. And some of those videos from that month didn't get edited and uploaded until like a month later. Like like so like I got behind and like things oh, added yeah. up, but like. But I still learned a ton. Mm-hmm. I still grew a bunch of subscribers and, and viewers that uh, started watching my stuff during that time. And I still had a blast. I had a, I had a really fun month. It was it was a crazy time. Oh, yeah. um, and so that's what I that's what I tell people is like, sure, you're not you may not succeed at your resolution, but you're going to do a bunch of stuff because of that resolution that you might not have done otherwise that's going to, it's going to change you. You know what I mean? Like 100%. you may not become the world's strongest man because you worked out every day or whatever you told yourself, mm-hmm. but you might end up working out like, you know, 
30 more days that year in total oh, yeah. than you would have otherwise, right? And it's like, well, that's a huge win in the long run, True you that. know, if you can do that. But anyway, so, um, but for this year, you asked me about this year. Yes. This year, I, uh, I, so I, I haven't done resolutions in a long time. I've only done resolutions successfully a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the idea of doing a theme for a year. Hmm. So there's a specific theme for the year, right? Okay. And I did this kind of once before. Um, and I think it takes a lot of the guilt and pressure off of doing it. And it, it but it does impact the focus for me. So the theme for this year is this 2022 is the year of the studio goal. If you want to think of it as a goal, which I'm not thinking, but if you were to, if you were to measure it that way, the goal is to create a space where I productively create and put my um, creative juices to use to actually making things like actually making things Um, instead of, you know, Oh yeah, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that actually like forming a space where things just get made where, you know, so forming the space within which there will future things will be made. That's That's what's up. So anyway, so, and so, uh, yeah, that studio, that extra room in Erica's apartment. Now I'm using, that's freaking sick. Uh, And I've been using it quite a bit this past two weeks. I made two live streams started doing live stream weekly live streams on my youtube channel i'm gonna bring my youtube channel back to life there we go um i saw you made, posted a video i hadn't watched it yet but i did see it yeah they're they're both about an hour long and they're live streams noise uh i don't know if they're all that entertaining because i've never done live streams before and i don't really feel like i'm no, i know what i'm doing at all and they're, the quality is way low compared to what my previous youtube videos have been mm-hmm. uh the vlogs um because apparently, until you have a thousand subscribers, you basically can't make a live stream unless it's on your like cam, like oh, on, the, yeah. on your your computer camera. Yeah. Um. So I can't like I can't do a mobile upload with my phone, which would be much higher quality. Really? That's instead wild. of using you know a a camera from mm-hmm. you know whenever or whatever or. Yeah, it's garbage. But are you using YouTube uh, to do it? Soon, then? hopefully, I'll be able to set up uh, a nicer camera and start getting those kind of things set up, and we'll, mm. we'll see where we can go from there. That's what's up. So, yeah. are, so you're using YouTube to do the live streams then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's wow. on. It's on my original channel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Okay, that makes way more sense because Nicholas like, huh. Barnett. You may remember it as Nicholas Barnett. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Still subbed. Uh, well, that's super yeah. dope. I, I really like that idea, actually. I, I think mm-hmm. that's been something that I've been kind of amidst all the, because I think we talked about it last time. There's just so much crap that, I mean, we just talked about it even. There's so much crap that I'm into, and I've been constantly, like, figuring out new ways to consolidate it all into one thing, you know? Because oh. I've, kind of, okay. I've, kind yeah. ex- I've kind of accepted that, by nature, I'm a jack-of-all-trades. But mm-hmm. I'm a jack of all trades, master of some, at least to enough of a degree that it's not debilitating, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I actually came to a new spot. I think, especially when I started getting into the photography, where I realized like, oh, 
like this is something that like for the longest time I didn't really think I had any real skill in or that like it was just kind of like I would get lucky and take a nice picture or something but now mm -hmm. like um even on my website if you check if you check it out because it's todb uh music.com uh it's like what t-o-d-b the one dan band so just the abbreviation of that Mus oh the one man band yeah, yeah. okay so t-o-d-b music.com on there like i i was going through because i i've started doing photos uh more professionally at least like for money and that's what i count as a professional because that's what a professional is and so yep <laughs> and so i've started taking like photos professionally now and like they i i was like updating i was making like a portfolio page on my website mm -hmm. and i was honestly really surprised at the number of like good photos i'd taken and that i could put up especially when i then realized like i had like i've only seriously considered doing photography in, for the last two months and i didn't even use all the photos for the portfolio page I used maybe mm -hmm. half, maybe less than half of them for it. Mm -hmm. And like, I really, really liked a lot of them. And some of them I was like, wow, like I would have never dreamed. Like when we last talked, when we had our pod podcast in my basement, like I would have mm -hmm. never dreamed like that I would be like as seriously into photography and really integrating it into my videography mm -hmm. and filmmaking as I am now, you know, like. That's so cool. I took those pictures for you and like I've grown immensely like in wait was I was I your first like photo shoot of another person like some that someone else yeah my first like actual photo shoot yeah oh my goodness I am so honored <laughs> well I'm honored because it was a, am, it was a good I'm first so stop. sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry that those photos will forever be <laughs> hidden in the depths of the Disney vault <laughs> if it they will you, never be unlocked <laughs> if you would rather I could say when we were at Yellowstone that one bison was the first uh <laughs> was the oh, actual yeah. first shoot okay yeah fair <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that Yellowstone trip was really fun that, that was, was fun it was we're definitely gonna have to do it again, maybe to another park, but well, definitely gonna have to go to Yellowstone again. I will at least because a, a half a day to, yeah. is not you nearly enough time. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and like you know, Some, you I were just hang in out. too big a hurry, Dan. You were in too big a hurry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I just, I'm just such a speed. When it comes to road through. trips, you gotta trust me, man. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I, I, I really want to. The thing I really want to do when I get back to Yellowstone or any park now, too, um, is I really I'm going to get a new lens so that I can actually shoot like good wildlife stuff and like landscapes oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, it's going to it's going to be awesome because that was one of the things that really annoyed me is that I knew just enough about camera stuff from all my videography stuff. Right. That I knew I didn't have the right lens to really capitalize for myself at with the limited knowledge I had at that time I didn't mm -hmm. have the right lens to to like actually get stuff done now I could use my lens even that I have the same one and I, I don't could know that bison was like 10 feet from us man exactly that one was 10 feet from us and I still didn't get great pics so that part of that was just my eye and ability to frame a shot which like I, I could do way better great pics did well, you see my snap my TikTok? Yeah, I that saw thing? them. I got some pretty good mm. ones too. But I they am weren't an as entertaining good as I TikToker. You are. You I are, am 
12 out of 10. I am TikTok gold. You got, you got a vid of some scat, so don't even... What? You got some vid of some scat. Remember when we were at our campsite? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? So TikTok is funny because it's, uh, it's such such a drain on my creativity actually mm-hmm. it, it i i make things for it but i end up draining so much creativity into watching oh yeah i get so distracted by it, it's so unhealthy for me so i've i've been for every tiktok i upload i delete two my oh. two least popular tiktoks get deleted every time that's a i move. upload a tiktok well, and so my tiktok is getting smaller and smaller now <laughs> uh gradually but uh, I have stopped using TikTok because of it. That's nice. That's, that's it's actually been so good for me. Oh, yeah. It has been such a relief in my life. Like, I almost never, I posted only a handful of TikToks since I've been in Texas. Now, part of it might be that I'm in Texas instead of being in Idaho. True. I was in the most gorgeous state in the, in the union. Mm-hmm. But. Still. I mean, yeah, that's still super dope. And I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, too, like it's been that's been like the hardest thing for me as a as an artist now, because like, you know, I, I just mm. consider myself a just holistic artist. And like the thing that's kind of messed with me is how steeply art is ingrained with social media for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always been a thing where like, and that's why like my, my professional Instagram kind of sucks. Cause that's by, how you make money off of art yeah, nowadays. That's a big thing of how you make of money off of it. And I, on one hand, I'm glad about it that way, you know, cause I really like it. But on the other hand, like you have to be really careful about not letting it suck your creativity away from you, you know, and mm-hmm. like really get you to thinking, Oh, and making it just like such a strictly like, business like uh statistics based sort of thing you know mm-hmm. like because if you focus so much on that it becomes just so draining and you lose a lot of the passion and a lot of the creativity that you started off mm-hmm. with you know and mm-hmm. i i tend to run into that really quickly because just the way i process things like i'm always analyzing stuff and so like even subconsciously i'll analyze why i'm doing something and i'll be like uh like am i doing this because i enjoy it probably not that's why i kind of stopped right and if mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea still, then the question is what made it not enjoyable? You know, uh, my mm-hmm. other podcast, for instance, like I love it. I love the concept. But I think what happened was I I had to take a break. Like I'm still on break until I get my next person, next uh, few guests on. But I had to take a break because I think how I, many episodes did you do? I did four episodes. And so it was four every two weeks, okay. one every two weeks. So, which okay. was a great thing, I think, because biweekly worked perfectly. Um, and so I'll keep up with that, I think. But my, mm-hmm. and I didn't even make that a resolution because I, I don't want to restrict it to something like that, you know? But mm-hmm. I, I, I realized after doing the four episodes that I loved the conversations that I was having. Right. And I know we talked mm-hmm. about a lot, like kind of what my vision was for it. And I realized I had kind of strayed away from it or like inside after doing it a couple of times, I realized that I wanted to kind of consolidate and have a little bit more of a focus to what it's about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause what it ended up being was, and I talked to a friend about this uh, was like, it ended up being just like a gripe session sometimes about music 
uh, and music school, especially. And that mm-hmm. wasn't my original intent. I know, like, I talked to you about, like, one, I wanted to still show that, like, especially for people that have come from music school or considering music school, like, it's not a bad idea, but, like, you have to know what you want, right? You have to be mm-hmm. driven. You have to, like, have the characteristics that a successful person has in order to be successful, right? And you don't have to start mm-hmm. with them, but you do have to develop them, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But the way that people can really realize how to develop them is by seeing other people's experiences and realizing that no two people have the same experience, right? Mm. No two people are going to make the same choice. No two people are going to do anything the same. Like they might do a couple things similarly, right? But like mm-hmm. it, like you're, there's no guarantee, first of all, that if you do something a certain way, you will get the result, especially in creative art, in mm-hmm. arts, you know? In, oh, yeah. in art, it's about, figure out how to be your authentically creative self as quickly as you can and capitalize on that. And that's where you'll experience success, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if you don't do that, you'll keep trying to copy other people and eventually you'll get burned out because you'll never be doing what you know you really want to do, you know? Mm. And I think that's, that's actually funnily enough last night, um, I was on YouTube and I saw one of my favorite musicians. Uh, one of the most inspiring ones for me. In fact, uh, his name is insane in the rain music. And he mm-hmm. posted a video the, like three days ago saying he was done posting to his YouTube page for now. Um, and he's a quite successful YouTube musician. Um, and he's very well known for like video game jazz covers. But in his okay. but in his thing, he was saying, first of all, because of the way that all of social media and YouTube works for copyright stuff, he did not feel comfortable taking other people's copyrights and then like the content claim system not even working the right way it's supposed to. Because technically, mm-hmm. all of his stuff was under the copyright of the different video game companies and who and composers that wrote the music originally, even though he was doing completely brand new arrangements, making like jazz band covers and playing all the instruments himself and doing stuff that definitely wasn't going to be done by the original composers and writers, right? Like he was doing brand mm-hmm. new stuff. But he was like the content claim system should be working right now. Right. Like I should be getting by by now. Yeah. I should be getting claims and strikes and whatever. And I've had less than 10, you know, that's what he was saying. Well, if he's doing covers, why would he be getting strikes and claims? Because technically it's still because of the way that music copyright works. Technically it's still under the, like you still have to get a license to make covers by, by how cop, how content copyright works law works actually in the really? u.s yeah technically you are not allowed to make arrangements covers anything um without a license and he doesn't have any of the licenses um i've never heard of a license yeah well you're hmm. yeah and for some things like you don't need the license like if they give their stuff out as royalty free public domain then yeah sure right obviously but uh mm-hmm. for any like professional video game company or for any musician that's a professional any of their original work technically is under copyright well is under copyright and then technically mm, any cover it's under copyright. yeah and then any any um content that you make deriving from that that is music that is like an arrangement any arrangement especially if it's like say um the f- like the the mario song right that one like that song it doesn't matter what any arrangement that's based on that, if it's like, if you're just doing that song, but like if I used a big band or if I used a jazz orchestra or mm-hmm. I used whoever, 
that is still under the copyright of the other stuff. And I need a license to produce that arrangement and make money off of it. So obviously posting it to YouTube and getting ad revenue or whatever from it, that a cut needs, should be going to the original content create uh, creator. Cause really? I didn't make, cause I didn't make the original melody. Um, hmm. It's different if you're doing stuff like samples and you're like making music that like just samples little bits here and there because it's technically transformative enough because it's the base is not that sample right like mm-hmm. that's not the base of the music the whole like everything put together is the base of the music and but like the thing is and like your your questions are justified and reasonable because technically it's kind of a gray area in in content copyright though technically though technically it is under copyright and you're supposed to have a license for it like the system for YouTube especially does not actually properly claim that stuff. Um, Mm. But instead it just goes for when you have that music in the background, right? It'll just claim that kind of a video if it's not transformative at all. Right. But it's like, okay, I have that music in the background, but I'm doing a totally different video. Right. So Mm -hmm. the music isn't the focal point of this. So why is my Mm -hmm. whole video getting claimed when that's not even the point of the video? Right. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Like somehow the content ID <laughs> system is broken on both ends, you know? Mm. Um, and so he, uh, being a very, a person with a lot of integrity, he was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing that because also the other thing is too, like there's a huge risk that maybe the system gets fixed and all 400 plus of his videos immediately get strike striked. Like, that's an option. <laughs> That'd be yeah. terrible. But like, that's possible, mm. you know? And he was like, I would rather make my own music or work with making official arrangements and covers with like actually working with the game, dev- game companies and all this sort of stuff. Cause I love the game music and doing all this sort of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a great thing. And I thought to m- I had to think to myself, like, I wonder what I would do for- with that. Right. But he was saying like, it's a like by doing this, he has both expanded and grown as a musician, but also he's been kind of pigeonholed into just the jazz covers. Cause he was like, I love music and I love video game music and I love jazz, but I'm not just a jazz musician. I've mm-hmm. just, I've just found a niche in jazz music that isn't exclusively just mine because there's other people with that niche. Right. But because of the way that social media and YouTube work, especially like it forces you to have a very, very particular niche. Right. Even if your skill set is more varied, unless you can leverage your varied skill set into being something that you can clearly like convey as a single niche. Right. I don't think that's a new phenomenon though. I think that's a statistical, like, I think like I, natural yeah. way because like you think about Frank Sinatra, like oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra had the skill to sing a million different ways, mm-hmm. but just because of what people knew him for, oh, yeah. that's what he had. That's what he had to sing, you know? I agree. So, uh, uh so I don't know. I, I think, um, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah. yeah it's, I feel like it's there's weird. probably more to that story that he's not, he's not sharing with his audience. It yeah. Like probably some, but like, I think overall, like I really had to, because like, you're right about the Frank Sinatra thing too, but I think to a degree also, like the idea of creating a niche doesn't have to be pigeonholed, you know, and depending mm. on who you are, it can feel pigeonholed. Right. Cause like, mm-hmm. 
that's that's why I've expanded like my mu- musicianship, right? Because for me, mm-hmm. exclusively doing classical music has pigeonholed me. It's not that I don't li- love classical music, right? It's not even that mm-hmm. I don't love jazz because I've started to get to that point in jazz, but I know there's a lot of stuff that I want to learn first so that as a mm-hmm. musician, if I just focus on my musical side of things, I can really integrate my classical and jazz knowledge and my pop knowledge and my Japanese not- and all of those different like influences i can merge them into Mm -hmm. some one whole thing that is both all of them and none of them at the same time you know Mm -hmm. and that and that's my niche you know that's that's how i do Mm -hmm. i can take all my music i can take all my film i can take all my photography and merge them into one whole thing that's all of them and none of them at the same time you know Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's just very interesting. And I think that's just the thing with like, I think all the social media is like where I think a lot of us as creators, you know, so, some we all run into it at some point or another, you know, like there's something that kind of makes us kind of stop and think of like either why is it that I'm doing this, right? Why is it that like what I really, really enjoyed about it is not the same anymore or all sorts of things, you know? And hopefully we come out the other side stronger and better than ever, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, But for, I think, some people, I mean, there's points when I think all of us even run into a just brick wall and we're like, why am I even doing this, you know? And, yeah, we'll hit that spot, but hopefully we can figure out a way to reassess and be like, you know what? It's all right that maybe I'm not making these videos in the same, I don't need to make this just like a constant churn, right? I can Mm -hmm. adjust my schedule. I can change stuff up. And as long as I continue doing what I love, eventually it'll become something that people understand and will still follow anyways, you know? Yeah. 100%. Well, I, yeah. I'm going to say one last thing before maybe we go to the next topic yeah. or the next thing. Uh, but I, I do think that, like, if the art I'm making is paying my bills, then, like, I don't need to ask why i'm doing it because it's like it's pretty clear you know what i mean so that's why i say i wonder if there's something more to his story that that isn't isn't being shared because if he was making good enough steady enough money uh unless there's another option that's better Mm -hmm. then i don't know if that really makes all that much sense what he's saying you know what i mean i mean like it, it there's a i think there's a lot of times when artists like at least myself i know i've done this where mm. I get to thinking about the art more than I am doing the art. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I end up I end up talking about the art I'm doing more than I'm actually spending time doing the art. And oh, yeah. so I end up I end up creating these cycles in my head of mm-hmm. like, you know, why am I doing this? How am I doing this? Is this the best way to be doing this? Is this the best yeah. reason to be doing this? And when in reality it's like, well, if you do it, those things all get solved. Like if That's you true. do it, you and know, think, and like Yeah. With it, anyway, I so think, yeah, I think with that... That's my pushback. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think with that, though, like, we always have to do that at some point or another just to kind of keep ourselves mm-hmm. on edge, you know, and keep us pushing mm-hmm. forward, you know? Like, there's always that period yeah. of, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Okay, I feel like I'm kind of in the same spot, right? And as artists mm-hmm. and creatives, we can't be in the same spot. Like, we can, we can even do the same exact thing, right? Or a very similar thing, but we always have to figure out a new take on it. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's why, like, you'll see someone like I'll use Van Gogh because he popped in my head for some reason. Like Van Gogh has his style, right? 
mm-hmm. but like he's constantly developing it, right? And for a lot of people, we can just constantly develop our certain styles within a certain space. Mm-hmm. But for some of us, yeah. like, and I think that's why I resonate so much with it because for me, I think even more so than uh, in Saving the Rain music, like I think for me, I hit a certain point where my style needs to expand way further than I, than a lot of other people would think would want or be interested in. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my style is a lot more like broad in concept. And so like, I'll hit that spot where it looks like I'm doing a completely stark change. And in some Mm -hmm. aspects it is, but it's not really for me. Right. Because Mm -hmm. like my change has been from exclusively just musician to accepting that I'm just an artist. But it's not like right now I'm thinking I'm also a painter, right, or a sculptor or something, and I don't really have interest mm-hmm. in those things, right? They seem cool, but I that's not where my artistic, like, focus kind of lies. But mm-hmm. as a musician, I think expanding out of genres and then expanding, but not, like, away from them, right, but just, like, expanding them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from music, I was, like film and like the audio side and then the visual side and photography those things come together in a way that like if you look like because people are like i have a degree in music or i have a degree in film or photography right but i'm like Mm -hmm. i do all three of these things right and Mm -hmm. though for now i consider myself a better musician than i am filmmaker and photographer that's only because i have more time in music right Mm. and so Ideally, by the time, like, if we look 10 years from now, I will be a lot more on par with all three of those things. And because of the way that learning works, you know, and the way that, like, we perceive growth and, like, connections, when you can establish a connection between two, quote unquote, different things, you're able to actually grow them both, you know, Mm -hmm. at at a faster rate than if you were doing them by themselves more, more often than not, in some ways, obviously. I mean, it's, this might be a yeah. tangent. Yeah. Daniel, do people ever, when they, when people, that, one of the things I love about you, Daniel, is your passion. Do people ever ask you if you're high, even though I, I know that you're never high? <laughs> like, I know, I know as your brother that you're never high. Oh, yeah. But, like, do people ever ask you if you are high just because of, like, how deep you can go down a rabbit hole how quickly i honestly no actually though i've thought about like i haven't thought about if i'm high obviously but i've i've definitely equated like the way that i process things to how a lot of people try and do it like what a lot of people try and achieve when high you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like because because i mean it's it's that thing of like hyper focus and like selective focus that kind of blends into what what I do all the time, you know? It's mm-hmm. actually, funnily enough, because this is kind of a tangent, but we're going with it. Like, okay, I, rem- I remember back when I was like, I do not drink and I will not drink and my reasoning behind it back then. My, my reasoning mm-hmm. for drinking and stuff is different now, but like back then I was like, for any reason that any of my friends may want to drink, I already do that naturally. Like if you're trying to yeah. get relaxed and chat chat people mm-hmm. up if you're I, trying I dance to do, more loosely than my drunk friends yeah if you want to mm-hmm. do dumb crap like i will want i will up the ante like it's not even a problem for me so if that's my reason for drinking that doesn't make any sense and so like i, I was mm-hmm. like i don't need that you know um same with any mm-hmm. other thing like weed or whatever other drugs or whatever i'm like i i don't need it because like i'll i'm, I'm good like i <laughs> i can achieve that mm-hmm. same sort of quote unquote high uh, naturally and like 
I know how to tap into that for with myself, I think is the, is the key mm-hmm. to it, you know? So yeah, no, no mm-hmm. one's ever like asked me if I am, but I think that's, that's something that like throws people off. I mean, you like, you can easily see it and you know it because like, I like the way that I think about stuff and the way that I go about experiencing things is just not what a lot of people do, you know, especially as coherently mm-hmm. as I do it, you know, mm-hmm. and with such purpose and drive towards it. Cause I mean, like if we think about like the last five years, like when we've done checkups and like talked about stuff, like I was pretty solid in what it was I was doing and why. Right. Mm-hmm. And any of those things that I said before still feed into what I'm doing now. Right. It's like an mm-hmm. evolved form every time. Like even when we talked a couple months ago, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like you can still see how that thread led to where I am now and it makes sense. And like, I'm both somehow broadening and focusing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it's almost like you're not quite a one man band, mm-hmm. but you are definitely a one Dan band. A hundred percent. Oh, speaking speaking of which, I actually uh, I was thinking I was thinking of something. Uh, <laughs> that was the longest pause ever. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't get any reaction out of that. I thought that was the funniest, cleverest thing I'd ever done. I thought that, I thought that was going to go down in history as the funniest, cleverest thing I, of my entire life. You know I, that I just thought started they were me make thinking. A pyramid. I thought they were going to make a pyramid. <laughs> like an actual stone pyramid oh in Las Vegas with a big plaque on the side of it, like 10 foot by 10 foot plaque that said funniest joke ever. Dan isn't a one man band. He's a one Dan band. And I, I thought I had earned the plaque of a lifetime. Look, man. I thought I had earned the ultimate achievement with that. And nothing came out of your mouth, man. <laughs> because you got me thinking really hard real quick. <laughs> no, 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 Daniel. It's because you're already thinking really hard. <laughs> you're, you're right. That, that's also very true (laughs) i I am but i i I realized something when you were saying that slash was in the process of realizing it and that was Uh like uh i keep oh i i was i was hearing some like my effects on my mixer and i kept hearing a little bit of an echo and it was weird but anyways i keep thinking about um how like i've run into the problem well not problem but i've thought about rebranding but not really because yeah. i love oh, one I, damn I band. like i love the idea of one damn band and i think it's one of the best choices i've made in my life to have that be my brand because mm-hmm. no matter what i do or have done or i'm continuing to do it fits like mm-hmm. it fits exactly who i am like i don't know how i had managed to have that kind of presence of mind i don't think it was uh, just myself i'm pretty sure someone else helped to mention help me figure it out but like Whoever you were, if you end up listening to this, thank you. Unless it was just me, and you're welcome. I'm, I I love the idea that there's somebody out there that remembers this idea being formed, and and you, the benefactor of that idea, have no idea from whence it came. I honestly don't remember. Uh, I part of me thinks 
that no, I don't remember where it was. All I remember is making the logo is when the logo was made. That's like the earliest. I remember when you made the logo. Yeah, I remember that. I also you showed it to me almost immediately. Oh do yeah, you know, do you remember that? Yeah, and it I was, remember it happened to be one of those same days. <laughs> the the original form of the logo too. I don't know if you remember this. Looked like a penis, and I have a couple of those, and it makes me. I remember. So I, glad. So you showed me. Yeah. You showed me your first couple renditions oh, of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was. I remember telling you. I was like. That one looks like a dick, man. You're right. That, that <laughs> one is not going to work. You take that one home, and your mother's going to be like, "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> Literally, your mom's going to tell you. And your mom's going to kick you straight first back out of the house. You, said. What? you and Wait, AJ, you both of you. That was that was the first thing. And you AJ, yeah. was that the other person? <laughs> yeah. That <does> it? <laughs> yeah. You both were like, "Yeah, no, that that ain't it." And I was like, "Crap, you're right." <laughs> AJ is one of those. AJ is such a fascinating artist in my oh. life that I, that I, that I've rubbed shoulders with. Oh yeah. He I haven't I haven't seen any of his stuff in a long time. But he started a podcast. Yeah. That was that some of the episodes at least were really good. Mm-hmm. I'll admit it was a little hit and miss, but uh yeah, I enjoyed a few of those podcasts. Oh, yeah. uh, what what's it called? Of of Virtues and vultures, or something oh, yeah. like that. He, he had a couple actually because he had that one and had a couple mm-hmm. and like another one, the A2 podcast. What'd you say? He had the A2 podcast too. There, there were two or three of them actually. Um, yeah, but I, I don't remember the A2 podcast being. Very I think good. that one was before vulture, Virtues and Vultures. Are you trying to tell me right now yeah. that when my episode of the A2 podcast, like four or five what? years ago, wasn't good? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to tell me that my you episode now oh i was saying i had an episode of the a2 podcast what oh really what are, you, are you trying to tell me right now that that sucked <laughs> i don't remember dan i'll be honest that's, I have no that's idea. All good. but he was actually on, i only yeah go on i only remember that i that after listening to a couple episodes of that podcast i told myself that guy's my that guy's a guy i know and but I'm not going to recommend this podcast. <laughs> the vultures, the of the virtues and vultures one. I was like, that podcast. If someone asks me for my opinion about it, I will recommend it. Oh, there that's, we go. That's like, so that that's a that's a whole step up. That in is my a, mind. That's that like, is a whole step up. That's a pretty big step up, actually. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't at the point where I was like, I'm going to become an evangelist on behalf of this podcast and tell everyone I know about it. Oh yeah. But it was like, if people ask me about it, I, I'll 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 tell them it's all well, right. That is definitely a step up. He was on my other podcast, the Music Currency one. Uh, I think it was episode three. Is the one he was on. Um, oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a fun convo. He was here in town and so we hung out and had a had an episode um but what was i saying oh yeah he's a just, character yeah that's that's true uh good at best that's true. <laughs> but yeah i had um i was i was thinking back to what got me thinking about this of my rebranding mm-hmm. thoughts right and i and i realized and i know you've gone in like you've 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 kind of run into this some too um but like I was I was thinking about how like how do I want to go about evolving my brand without also like you know completely dis- disassembling it because I think it still works mm-hmm. like I was saying. Um Wait, you you want to get rid of the one Dan band? No, 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 no. I don't want to I just want to I just want to kind of somewhat update it. Like I I like I said I updated my website oh, and yeah. this is what got me thinking about it because I I realized that at this point I'm no longer like like my thing isn't that I'm a music teacher, 
exclusively, right? Mm-hmm. Like education mm-hmm. is a heavy part of who I am, but like I exude oh, yeah. it rather than that's like what I am. You know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. I do has the intent of growing others around me. So it's not like, mm-hmm. like I don't need to say I'm a teacher. I just am. Um, that's a good point. So, uh, but as I, as I was thinking about that, I was also thinking about like, I need to figure out a way to clearly explain that right now where I am at, my three primary areas or my primary areas are this, this, and this. And so what I did, I, I had a fun little couple days of redesigning my website and reassessing kind of like what my purpose is and what I do. Um, I did realize I'm going to have to change my tagline probably from make music yours to something else because as, as much as I am a musician, it is no longer the exclusive only thing that I am. Right, because I'm and an artist. It, your new tagline is just "Make everything." Honestly, that wouldn't be the worst. Um, <clears throat> but I was, uh, I was thinking about how, like, my and part of it was like with specifically the website, like the actual domain. It's the one todbmusic.com, right? So mm-hmm. instead, I'm probably gonna change it to like TODB Productions or Studios or something at some point. But Studios okay, yeah. doesn't feel right because Studio feels a little too like like I'm a producer exclusively and not that I'm not a producer right but again that's not it just kind of has a connotation anyways um but what was I saying oh but I was just like reassessing that branding and like how like I've evolved you know like Mm -hmm. kind of having kind of that reflective sort of thing and like I said it's been I found it fascinating that where I am now is definitely not where I thought I would be five years ago mm-hmm. at all, really. Like, I kind of am, but not for the same reasons, <laughs> right? Like, five mm-hmm. years ago, I was like, I'm going to get a doctorate in music. Right now, I'm like, uh, I could do with or without it. <laughs> like, Wait, you can do without what? My, I could do without the degree. Like, I... Like, I... Wait, don't you already have the degree? Not my doctorate. I have my master's. Oh, uh, so okay, this yeah. is year two of my doctorate out of probably four or maybe five, depending on how long it takes for me to do my thesis project. Um, I didn't remember that you were getting your doctorate right now. Oh, yeah. This is year number two. And you have time for a podcast? Yeah, bro. I'm Like I said, I could do without it because like I've managed You're to nuts. force this doctorate into, like, I've made it what I need it to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's something that I think a lot of people kind of miss out on with their educations is that like if you're going to go to school you don't have to know exactly what you want out from it right but Mm -hmm. it makes things so much easier right because Mm -hmm. you know why you're taking a certain class and so even if it gets kind of discouraging you're like oh but this is why i'm doing it and what i'm doing here actually is helpful for me to reach this goal right um it's a problem with undergrads, I think, honestly, because, like, you have to take a lot of classes that, like, end up you end up not caring about or needing, right? But Yeah, that you never use. Yeah, but they have a use in that you know you don't want to focus on them, right? <laughs> and and mm-hmm. they also have a use in providing you with, like, things that you may not have actually been interested in in the first place that turns out you actually are really interested in, you know? Like, yeah. it, it's a double-edged sword. Um, my master's, though, was more of a, 
okay, I know I like there's something that's kind of missing. Like I didn't, I realized that I didn't feel like even though I was more focused on like generic, like gen- generally what I wanted to do, um, it still wasn't hitting the mark. Right. Like it was close, mm-hmm. but it wasn't right. And I wasn't able to take as much control and command of it as I am in this degree where now I'm like, first of all, I don't need my doctorate to do the professional work that I want to do, that I intend to do, mm-hmm. um, which gives you a lot of freedom because I'm, I'm like, look, these are the classes that are required. I the ones that are required that I know I don't really need. I will get through them. I will do them. And like I will glean something useful from them. And that's what I've done mm-hmm. with a couple classes. Like some of them were just garbage classes that I was like, you know what? This is actually beneficial. Even if it's literally one class period out of the entire semester, at least this was the beneficial thing. Like that's the bare minimum, right? Um, mm-hmm. But for anything that isn't a required class that I like, like that I like, I'm making sure it's something that's useful entirely. A hundred percent has a purpose and I can, and like those have been some of the greatest classes I've taken. Like, the ones where I was able to choose exactly what it was and I knew it going mm-hmm. in what my purpose was for it. Like, this is why I'm taking this class. This is what I intend to get out of it. And it looks like I am able to actually get this out of the class. And I'm not coming into this class thinking that it's going to give me something that it won't. That was another thing. Like, I make sure that the class is actually going to provide me with what I believe it's going to provide me with, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you run into the problem of <laughs> it not doing that. <laughs> Yeah. And that's that's worse. Um, But like it's been it's been great because, like I said, I do not need this degree, but like I'm able to leverage it, you know, to my Mm -hmm. to my benefit. So like now I'm able to change private instructors on not a whim, Mm -hmm. but like I can change them because I don't feel like I'm stuck with it because I know that this school needs to serve me. It's not me serving the school and whatever the school thinks I need. It's I know what my goals are. I know what it is that I'm trying to get out of this. This is how I'm going about that, you know? And that makes Mm -hmm. me a much stronger student and much stronger, like, because I know what I really need, you know? I'm able to Mm -hmm. work with a person in the film school, uh, one of the directors in the film school, so I can, like, really work on, like, learning how to script write, learning how to, Mm -hmm. like, make shots, learning how to edit, do all this sort of stuff. And I'm not, like, obliged to be there, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's a world of difference when you don't have to be somewhere and you want, and you just do it because you want to, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. I think a great example, even for you, is Wasteland Weekend, like how you started getting into it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. all of the stuff you've learned how to do and the skills that you've developed, right? (laughs) Yeah. Just from that. I would have never even tried to learn how to weld if it wasn't for Wasteland Weekend. Exactly. And, like, that's a great skill to have. I mean, like, it's an awesome, at the very least, it's an awesome skill to have, right? Like, it's a fun skill to have. Exactly. You know, like, it's that kind of a thing where it's like, when you do something because you want to, and like, you learn the things that are required to actually help you achieve that goal. Like, even if there's mm-hmm. stuff that originally you would have never, like, considered doing, all of a sudden you have a purpose behind them. And, like, you actually want to do them. And you actually want to put in the time and effort to learn it, you know, and to learn it mm-hmm. well. That's the that's the big thing, you know. You mm-hmm. actually want to learn how to do it well. Because, like, I saw that car. It's be- It's a beaut. It's a something. Like, it's wild, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember it when it wasn't at all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? But, like... When I look at it, I'm like, 
the amount of work that's gone into this is wild because it's not like shoddy work, you know? Like, and even uh, if, I don't think you've seen it in person, well, then, Dan. But what I mean is like it's, pretty it's not work. like it's not. That's what I like. It's not fun. You know what I mean, though, right? Like it's it's yeah. work that like has been driven by purpose and like has been developed and like put together in a way where like you understand why it's the way that it is. And mm-hmm. though there are things that could be improved, right? You understand that like there is intention behind this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's the crazy thing. And you can always tell when someone has like true intention behind something that they're doing and versus when they're just doing something because even they just think it's it's what you're supposed to do to get the stuff done, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's a, it's a huge thing. And I mean, it's a really big like indicator of I think I don't like throwing around the idea of just like success because that's very it's not clear what that's supposed to mean, you know? But mm-hmm. it's like it's a clear indicator of a driven individual who is a, who is willing and able to do the work necessary to get what they want done, you know? Mm-hmm. And no matter what the cost, they're willing to assess, think seriously, and actually do the work, you know? And that's something that's mm-hmm. super awesome. And I think it's something that, like, as I've developed, you know, I've I've seen that time and time again coming from me and being like, you know, that's 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 fun. And, like, I don't have to, like, that's what allows even like six, seven, eight years ago, almost now, like the brand that I was developing and decided to create, why it fits so well, because I at least mm-hmm. had a little bit of that concept w- working reasonably in my head to where I was like, this is this, I think, is kind of the motto for who I am and what I do, you know, super cool. Yeah. But yeah. In other news. I really appreciate the confusion you nurtured in the description about our <laughs> our name. Yes. In the description of the previous podcast, <laughs> your name is very, very different than the name I have in my phone for you. Daniel Nicholas Barnett? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I appreciate that that joke, you said it, you said it in the podcast. I laughed, you laughed, hopefully the audience at least noticed that we were talking. And uh, and, then, and then I get to and then I see our podcast uh, on the app and I see the the name and I was like, Nicholas and Nicholas what? I was I was like I was like, Oh, that stinking joke. That's, I was like good I was like, I can't I love the commitment to the bit uh, <laughs> that you put that in the actual show notes, uh, uh, and and I have so I have in my notes when I when I did, took my notes about our previous podcast. Oh yeah, there's a big question uh, written out. What is your true identity, Daniel? Oh, yeah. However, <laughs> now I am tempted not to ask you that question because of how funny that bit is. <laughs> I thought we actually addressed that before, but honestly, because I forgot no. that's what so I put here's as the, the title. Funny thing. 
here's the funny thing. So in the video, I did address it. I was I called you out on it immediately. I was like, Daniel, that's funny, but you need to tell us what your real name is. And then you sidestepped me and never said your real name. Oh my god, I'm so proud of myself because we're gonna you, keep going. You committed you committed to that joke so much better than I realized, and I loved it. It, it was one of the funniest moments for me, at least. Oh re re-listening to the podcast because I felt like I had been tricked so hard. That is actually I amazing. Like, man, I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I totally got that guy back on track. And then he, no, it turns out I did not. No. <laughs> you convinced me of my own success. Oh man. Uh, in, in, in order to defeat me. And I, I found that to be one, uh, an amazingly comical chess move. <laughs> Why? Thank uh, you. I'm proud of you for achieving this success even you. now. So anyways, though, uh, let's talk about something more hilarious, which is the same thing, actually, because I looked at the title of the po episode just now and I, I forgot that I actually put it as the title. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no like you you went all in on this on this obscure joke in oh our my first podcast. That's absolutely and I amazing. Appreciate that. And I that think what's great too. about it is that it really kind of highlights exactly kind of what this podcast is to a degree because no no i don't think it does i would like to clarify i would like to clarify in front of all the audiences that it makes it look like i'm forcing you to make a podcast and i'm a narcissist who wants other people to think that you have my name but like, like it's as if i'm trying to cover other people's names with my own name that's how it seems that is not what this podcast you know is that about. means that the next episode this episode is going to be titled like nicholas 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 what? say that again it cut out you know this episode is going to be titled like Nicholas, 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 right? Like, that's what it's going to be. Like, you cut out again. Uh, you're just going to have to see what it, you're going to have to see uh, what the next I guess, e episode I guess. is. It's going to be beautiful. I'll, 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 be, I'll be surprised by the next title. Oh. I'll look forward to the next title oh, every it's time. it's going to be beautiful. The, um, but, you know, I was, I was actually thinking about something not at all related, um, which was mm -hmm. this fancy-dancy wedding. Uh, because I... Like oh, we talked wedding? about, yes, your wedding, uh, which I assume is one of your New Year's resolutions. My wedding. Yeah, I just assumed it was your one of your resolutions because it's a real easy one. Uh, but <laughs> just set easily if you achievable think weddings goals. are easy. No, no, if no, no, no. You no. think weddings are easy? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I know they're not. But I mean, <laughs> you do, you do it like you've already set that goal a year ago. Uh, like it'd be like me setting a New Year's resolution to like eat food once or twice. Like, if I screwed that up, there's a real problem there. Uh, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but um, I I found the little note that I accident that I almost accidentally threw away today. I'm glad I am such a slow like getting things done person sometimes that I had the envelope for the wedding invitation still on my table. Okay. Because inside, I looked and saw that there was a little note that Erica had sent, like she said, uh, about <laughs> about location and all of the stuff. And I was like, I am so glad I have boots and that I am going to be bringing said boots <laughs> based on the description. Yeah, of you're gonna going to need boots, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to need them. Uh, are we going to, as wedding party, like be designated horses? We might. Because that'd be freaking sick. I could get my riding gear on. I'll bring my cowboy. Well, and on. I was about to say, out of all of the, all of the, I'm trying to think, of all my groomsmen, you and Tobias, who you worked with, I think. 
Oh yeah, Tob- no, I didn't work, work with Tobias. Heritage? I don't think I did work with Tobias, but I know Tobias. Oh, okay. Because I, I think Heritage is the camp that they worked at. Oh. No, 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 it's not. Mm-mm. They were in Kansas. But anyway, uh, you and the most skilled wranglers in in the my my side of the wedding party. Well, there we go. Her side of the wedding party will also will not have hardly any buddy that has ridden a horse other than her and her sister. Oh. So. Well, there we but go. Erica will is I mean she's as good as it gets. So. Well, there we go. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I I do not profess to even have skill like as good if not better than hers. I I could tell when I met her the first day. I was like, mm, you ride. But, anyways, <laughs> my <laughs> it's it's a thing, you know. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. But I mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I was like, that'd be so sick. Obviously, not necessary. But also, I've been mm-hmm. sorely needing to do a ride, like to depending go depending on, on the snow, it actually might become necessary. It might I mean, be the only way to get people to the top of the mountain. Look, if that's necessary, I am so down. I mean, I'm already bringing my boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Bring I'm super excited. I'm. So we have your excited. pants. I have Ooh. my. Pants. I have your pants. Hooray. We just got your pants. Nice. I'm excited about it. That's gonna be that's gonna be freaking sick. But yeah, we, I, we currently uh, have half of the men's pants. Yes. But yeah, I freaking uh it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be a fun time. Um it is, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So since we last had our con well, I guess me and Crystal were technically dating literally the week or like the you week. You guys after. started dating the week after we left. Yeah, yeah. the week after you guys left. Mm-hmm. So but That's, but here's a funny here's a funny note. Yeah. You I I don't know how many times you listened to the previous episode, mm-hmm. but you mentioned Crystal in a single sentence, said her name, said nothing about her, <laughs> but like she was a part of the plot of one of the stories you told. <laughs> and so I have I have in my notes, I obviously know the answer to this question, but for our viewers or listeners, I was like who is Crystal? <laughs> Who is this Crystal you speak of? That's hilarious. She sounds lovely. Tell us more. Yes, quite divine. And and honestly, uh, I may or may not answer that question. I want people to glean information rather than me just tell them outright. It's too easy. Remember, <laughs> I I am a teacher by trait by like nature. Not I don't have to tell like you know what I mean. But anyways, we'll see if it's gleanable. Then I'll tell you tell for sure if you decide it's not but anyways okay. um well they'll figure out who she is when i get an invite to your wedding that's, that's true that's how they'll suppose, figure it out. well i mean there you go answered it and it's gonna have to happen at some point soon i know i know it is i'm not sure when yet but it will be wait are you serious oh yeah bro for real dude awesome yeah it's gonna be sick that's so great like literally i think you and of course one of what? our other brothers I can't Josh, hear you. you cut out oh i said you and one of our other brothers, of course, Josh, uh, I, I, I've, I've told this too. Like, it's, it's pretty certain. Um, there's, like, one or two other people, I think, maybe, that I've told. Yeah, like Grant. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, it, it'll happen at some point. Hasn't been, like, super... Wait a second, sp- Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel, are you telling me a secret on a public podcast? It's not a secret, Really? So she knows. She she's knows. not oh, going to listen knows. to this podcast. And be oh, like, no, no. This boy's going to marry me? Gosh, I, w- well, no, but it would be hilarious because I, we, I've, I've, I've joked about like doing it in the most surprising possible way for her as a joke. 
because she doesn't mm-hmm. really care too much about like how flashy it is or anything. But mm-hmm. <laughs> and so <clears throat> I've uh, I've considered I've continually considered great ways to just make it the most eye roll situation for her. Uh, so she's like, oh my goodness, why? I knew you would do it this way, and yet somehow I wasn't ready. I like one of those because again, you know me. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how I am. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, so it would just be hilarious if I posted this episode and inserted a proposal into it and then <laughs> just was like, hey, listen to this at some point. Why insert it? Just say it now. Well, say I, it now for, no, I'm kidding. But you know Don't what I mean. It. Just insert it somewhere, say it at some point, and then just have, mm-hmm. a, have a ring ready somewhere. <laughs> I, love, I also love the idea of us, like, of her listening to this episode and thinking that this was the moment you were going to do it. And then like in five minutes, she thinks again, is he about to, is he about to propose to me and on, on his, this, doesn't this terrible podcast? I just started. <laughs> Wouldn't that be, that would just be. And again, that's that poor girl. That's me. That's you know? the kind of thing. Like that's exactly that's what I would do. would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it, you. Cause it either could mm-hmm. or it couldn't happen. And both are just so on, on brand. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But <clears throat> if you would like, you can marry me now. If you, but maybe not. Uh, so, anyway, I won't be marrying you, Daniel. Oh, I, I know. I'll either. be, but I will be at your wedding. So, I mean, there's, there's. <laughs> I was gonna say there's still a chance, but anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm so stoked for this. It's gonna it's gonna be a sick trip, and it'll be my second time in Idaho. What a what a treat. What a blessing. I know. Yeah. Freaking fantastic. Here's the funny thing mm-hmm. that happened in our previous podcast. I, in case you haven't noticed, I'm kind of doing some catch-up on uh, various points from our previous podcast. I mean, podcast. it has been like three months. Yeah. So um, fun fun facts about our previous podcast. You mentioned in the other podcast that you had another podcast. Yes. But you never said the name of it. So this I is a great time. time. You did. I already I heard, your, I heard the name. Yeah. What but is the what? Remind me again, though. It's called the Music Currency Podcast, and you'll be glad to know that my SEO is finally good enough that, like, if you type that in Google, like, it will actually show up in the first ten, uh, first ten, uh, like, what's SEO? Uh, search engine optimization. So, like, how well oh. it will pop up in like Google or Bing or whatever. Did you know that? Did you know that this podcast is the number one podcast when you type it into Google? Really? It is the first link. Mm-hmm. Wow, I am proud now, of myself and us because we figured out this name. It's a great option. Well, well, here's here's why it's funny, because if you go to the website, because uh, the name of our of the company we're doing this through or Red Circle, with or yeah. like whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Red Circle, yeah. Um, if you go to their website, there is no search bar to search for podcasts. <laughs> there is literally zero way to navigate their website to podcasts that's actually their po- wow i their, didn't even realize their podcast and no, here, here's here's the kicker though so their po- their website is exclusively for people that are doing pod running their podcasts right that's true so you go there you sign up for your podcast you sign into your podcast but if you're not signed into their app there is no service right yeah there's no services for people that aren't in the app so obviously, listeners, join the app. 
uh, it's called yeah. Red Circle. I'll also but, be updating it so but, that you can but, 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 hear but, it too. <laughs> but here's where here's where it gets fun. If you do know what podcast you listen to, so in this case, I know I know the name of our podcast, mm-hmm. and you type it into Google with parentheses on either side, and then the word, well, no, not even the word. If you just do do our podcast, so mm-hmm. parentheses, that's enough brothers, parentheses, mm-hmm. and then you type it into Google, the website on Red Circle that has our podcast, so our podcast on Red Circle shows up as the first option in Google. That's amazing. So it's, it is easy to find as long as you already know the name of our podcast. That's amazing. And you don't go to Red Circle first. That's that's true. Yep. I I did my research. I did my I did my research. I'd never heard of Red Circle until you told me that's what we were coming out on. Yeah, it's just a great <laughs> it's a it's a great podcast hosting site. I wish I had made because like literally right before <clears throat> like the week I finally put it up, right? Like, two days after, they changed their, like, infrastructure to where, like, because before it was just, like, you can make as many free podcasts as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you have full, like, distribution and stuff. Uh, but now they, on- they ha- only have, I think, paid tiers. I think they have a free version, but it's only, like, you only get one podcast. Unfortunately, I didn't have the presence of mind to just make two other podcasts uh, to just hold just in case I wanted to make two more podcasts. Uh, but mm-hmm. by the time I have two other podcasts, I will have enough money to pay for, you know, two more podcasts. Like it'll, I'll have enough infrastructure, but wait, so you're telling me you have to pay in order no. to use this app. Now you do. If you want to make any more podcasts, you probably don't because your account is separate from mine. Uh, but I don't have an account. Oh, see, perfect. You don't, you can make a free account, but I, uh, because I found out about it soon enough, I was able to make two podcasts. This sounds like Vimeo. Is, is that what the name of that that the that video, video hosting video site? Yeah, app called Some, something like that. Vimeo. Yeah, because I mean, it's I don't it's, like those man. It's intended for like legit professionals, and so it gives you all those options for it, stuff. Because like I'm going to not yet, but I'm also gonna have I have a Vimeo account, but I just don't post myself on there because I don't need to until I start making more videos, like more like ah, of, don't ever post on vimeo man well but here's the thing it's a garbage website but it's for like if you're a filmmaker and like a videographer like a professional in that space i'll, I'll still post to youtube but vimeo oh, actually okay. has better um like like for clients you can post stuff there that's full resolution and they can download and stuff okay so, all right well i yeah. don't know all that much about vimeo i just know that usually the people that go to vimeo are I mean, well, it's just, it's weird that you would have to pay yeah. to make your own art. You yeah, but, it, but it's really just because you like the hosting. Because people are posting like two gig video files, five gig, well, just gig other, fo- video files and stuff. And like well, the, YouTube Well, for Vimeo, the reason is because nobody goes there to watch videos. They only go there to post videos. That's also true. But I mean, the only people that go to watch too are there to like download the video from. Because like I said, it's just exclusively for like. Not exclusively, but primarily for professionals, because that's where you can have uncompressed video files. Fair enough. So you get the full full quality. But yeah. But Anyways. also, our podcast never went on YouTube. I looked for it. On oh yeah, YouTube. that's is right. That still Freaking, our plan? Yeah, that is still the plan. I'm just the slowest and worst. Um, You're not the slowest or the worst. You're right. Thanks. <laughs> it took. Do you know how long it took me to make my first YouTube video? 
Please tell me, actually. If you count between between the first time I ever came up with an idea and decided to make a YouTube video to when I made my first YouTube video, do you know how? Do you want to guess how long it was? Uh, it had to be years. What would what, you say? It years, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's years. Oh it's three goodness. years. Oh, Lord, that's longer than it took me. Actually, that's about as long as yeah. it took me. It's a, it's, a long, it's a long time. Yeah. So, no, you're not the slowest and you're not the worst. Well, thank um, you. But I was I was surprised because YouTube is so easy to post things to. That is very true. So I was very surprised to all of a sudden find out that that it was on Red Circle instead of YouTube. What I realized, and so, actually this is why, and especially if you're going to have to pay for pay for Red Circle. Oh no, not, I'm not, not going big, to have to pay for Red Circle. Audience. Red Circle's free for me. Like it's it's totally free for our two, for our podcasts. So it's no it's no problem. Like Red Circle's okay. free. Um, I'm just saying if I were to add a, if I were to start another podcast on Red Circle, either I make mm -hmm. a new account or I have to pay. Oh, okay. For an, for additional. All right. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So the this is actually why I didn't put it on YouTube because I don't. I I think I still have the video of it, but I might not. And so I think I realized, ah, crap. I don't necessarily. If I don't have the video, I have to make a short little video, and all I was gonna do was just like put like an image or something, but I llama or something. Yeah, something. Who knows? Um, and I just did did not do that. Obviously, just Luna running around in circles, our dog. <laughs> you send me That'd be a hilarious. video. You send me that video, that and up. I'll do and I'll do it. <laughs> <Just loop it. laughs> I'll <laughs> or I'll put it in absurd I don't know how to make motion. it into a loop, but I'll, uh, if you can make it into a loop, oh, that'd be hilarious. I could easily make it a loop. Yeah, send it to me. I'll make it a slow loop, all the time. and it'll just um, constantly. <laughs> yeah. I ha So did you know I have a Patreon? Yes. Did you know I have a Patreon? N no. See, well, this is why we need to talk more. That's true. Mine this is why we have this podcast, <laughs> that's so very that we true. can talk more. Though mine isn't it's, too I fleshed out. I is the one Dan band. Yeah, it's that. It's just not really fleshed out. Right now, I think I have a $1 tier that says, if you want to help me out, please do so. But also, again, that's the one thing with me evolving. Not not as constantly as I used to, but I've hit mm -hmm. a big point of evolve, of a evolvement, of evolution. Evolution, there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, where... I now, like, need to re-explain, like, what my Patreon's for and then be able mm -hmm. to, like, actually have workable, like, sense-making tiers. Because that's the thing. And this actually kind of goes into what we were talking about before. Like, I, I think the key is to have fun making your tiers. Because exactly. my tiers are hilarious. Yes. I and have so much fun making my tiers. I made some great tiers Honestly, before. Honestly, I have more fun on Patreon than I do on yeah. YouTube. Oh, that's nice. I'll be honest. I have more fun on Patreon than I have doing almost anything else in my life. That's grand. See, there I, are only uh, like three things on earth that are more fun to me than making my Patreon the silliest thing it's, that's ever been born. <laughs> I, my I my Patreon that. is a total goof. I, I love, love that. It. I see. But I I've had got, gotten got really into it and had some fun with it. And then I completely mm -hmm. changed like my purpose for what mm -hmm. it was <laughs> and so i had to get rid of all of the tears i think i have them hidden oh i totally know what you mean but i was like oh I've crap had to do that a couple times. yeah and then mm -hmm. like because like the hard thing is like you have to kind of take a moment to or at least i did because of what i was doing i had to take a moment to kind of reassess and be like okay what is it that i'm actually providing for this patreon <laughs> even if it's like yeah even if it's something silly like i was like i need to still figure mm -hmm. out what it is and and that yeah. that just takes time so i have a question yes do we want to make 
a third separate Patreon that's exclusively for this podcast, or do we want to just include this podcast as one of the things we do for our Patreons? Because my Patreon right now is set up so that, like, there's a lot of different types of content mm-hmm. that come through my Patreon, even though there's on each website there's only like one type yeah. of content. You know what I mean? You can do collabs so, with Patreon, right? And I and because you're one damn band, mm-hmm. I assume yours is the same way, right? Yeah, something to that effect. Especially once I finally re reset it up. Yes, um, you can do collabs through Patreon, right? Or no? What do you mean? Like do like different Patreon accounts like jointly making a spe- like a specific tier or something? I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. I but don't like, know. Uh, I'll I'll look into that. Because I need to okay. redo well, my anyway, Patreon anyways. Because yeah. if we have if we need to make a whole new Patreon, yeah, I'm okay with no that. Deal. Yeah, that's but fine. if we also just like have this as the list of different things that we do yeah. that these Patreons are supporting, I think that's okay too. I so, th- I think so too. Yeah. Okay. Uh and so with that being said, here would you like to hear the tiers that we have oh, so far? Please tell me. I'm gonna pull up mine so okay. you can hear it. I'll pull we up an old phone one. Tier. Did you say sat phone? Satellite phone. Oh, yeah. Satellite phone. Mm-hmm. We have cube, cube draw tier, which is obviously our most VIP, highest level tier. <laughs> I remember um, you talking about this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cube draw tier. Now, understand, Dan, Daniel, one Dan band, mm-hmm. that you are, you are responsible for drawing all of the cubes. Oh, I did not hear this one. <laughs> You understand that, right? Because <laughs> of the of the gag we did about uh, how you can draw a mean cube. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we need to, so we need we need uh, little drawings of angry cubes are going to be an important part of our VIP experience. Yes. Uh, also, the idea of having a whole sec- extra podcast, it's called Four Brothers. Um, <laughs> also, the road trip tier. Yes. And uh, also, so this and this is this is the one. So we have one that you're responsible for drawing mm-hmm. and one that I'm responsible for drawing. And we'll have the mine will be the stick figure tier. I knew it. Mm hmm. Yep. You saw that one coming. Oh, yeah. My favorite tier is the road trip tier because I actually already have that one on mine on my Patreon. So, yep. There we go. I like that. I freaking, I, man, that cube draw tier. I, I freaking. (laughs) Don't worry, Daniel. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to keep up with it. I I just, I just love the idea of someone paying like $1,000 a month. To get a one-time gift of, of a, a sticky note with an angry cube on like, it. I just, That's the, <laughs> like, and how like the, funny would that be? And the thing is, too, it could be one single angry cube, but also knowing me, it could also be something that's still a cube, but more elaborate than it needs to be. Which reminds me, actually. Than it needs to be? <laughs> yes. Sounds exactly like what you, Yes, I agree. That's exactly who you are. Yeah, 100%. Which Simple actually, things done more elaborately than they need to be. Yep. Which reminds uh-huh. me of, uh, I think, one of our things that we might have to close on. Because I actually, so like I said, I've got a trip that I'm heading out on tomorrow morning to yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and I have Who's yet to pack. But um, 
this reminds me, me and Crystal made the, a series of videos slash music that is still not completed, but it's going to be for next Thanksgiving. But I'm going to give a preview of what it is um, now uh, because by next Thanksgiving. Like right, right now? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to see nor hear it. I'll just describe it to you and then you'll will like as the maybe in our next couple episodes once we figure out like video stuff maybe too, this will be our theme song one of them maybe somewhat or just play it as if it's our theme song right now yeah so the what it is that we did was over thanksgiving because we were both here we uh we decided to make a video based on the most important part of thanksgiving and Mm-hmm. You know the most important part of Thanksgiving. We'll say it together at the count of one, down from three. Ready? Three, okay. two, two, one. one. The cornucopia. Stuffing. That's right. So the cornucopia is the most important thing of Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, of course. That's actually what I meant, because, like, <laughs> stuffing is what you put inside the cornucopia, of course. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. so it's the cornucopia is what is stuffed with stuffing, <laughs> yeah. or at least traditionally. I know we don't do it much that way, this of anymore, course, but originally. But I was telling Crystal at some point that, like, you know, the most important thing about Thanksgiving is the cornucopia, and that, like, everyone like needs a cornucopia for Thanksgiving. And the reason, and one of the things that reminds us that it's one of the most important things of Thanksgiving is that we all know the cornucopia song. What? You know, the, the you Thanksgiving... Made the, you made a cornucopia song? No, no, no. There is one. You know, the song about the cornucopia that everyone knows, that everyone kind of hums along to over Thanksgiving. Um, I, I know it's kind of, like, we so forget about it so quickly. Um, but, like, I'll, I'll hum I'll hum a little... I'll, I'll, I'll describe it to you, and you'll probably remember it almost immediately. It's so... Mm-hmm. The cornucopia song... Uh, is like the fame the most famous version actually the most famous version of it uh is the one that starts out with an orchestral introduction right and has that big giant men's chorus that's like really burly and strong singing and like it goes the cornucopia you know that song you remember no like very intense very like uh like some people uh kind of Equate it to the feeling you get when you hear like Duel of Fates in Star Wars or something. Uh, you know, you know, like you know that song. Yeah, the you know, everyone everyone knows it. And so I as I was talking about this song with Crystal, I was like, You don't remember the song? And she was like, uh, no. And like you know, I, I was like, you know what? Here's what we'll do. To really get into the Thanksgiving spirit, we're going to make an homage to the cornucopia, right? Uh, okay. And so what what we did slash will continue to be doing is uh, instead of just doing a cover of the cornucopia, what we're going to do is we've, we're going to make it an, a multi-movement work. It could have four. It could have five separate p- parts to it. But... What it is, is an artistic presentation of the cornucopia and what it means. And so I've already written the introduction, which is an orchestral introduction called Autumn, um, where Crystal will read a poem, uh, kind of like an introductory spoken word with that kind of displays for us the transition of seasons from, from, uh, from summer to autumn, that 
lets us be ready, that prepares us for the time of November, of deep autumn, and Thanksgiving and the cornucopia, right? It, mm-hmm. It's a somber thing. I wrote it yeah. for a string quartet-ish, string orchestra, uh, and solo trumpet. It's beautiful. Um, that's the first movement. The second movement okay. is entitled To All the Jive Turkeys. The Jive Turkeys, yeah. To all the Jive Turkeys. It's a it's a letter slash poem uh, that, the here's how I describe it. Um, I love letters. Too much effort for what it is. Like, it's just overkill. Yeah. Honestly, that's exactly what it is. Um, and you know what? I think this is the notebook I wrote it in. Yes, it is. So I'm going to read the poem for you. I, we've already made the oh, video. thank God. Um, but this is called To All the Jive Turkeys. And there's an accompanying video uh, that is 90% completed. Um, and we might see it in one of our future episodes just as a teaser um, for the podcast. But this is, this is to, to All the Jive Turkeys. Hey, you jive turkeys. I've caught your vibe. It's, I'm sorry. You know what? What I'm going to have to do is um, I'm going to need to actually... For the sake of this podcast, uh, I'm going to have to play the accompanying music that goes with it. Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. um, while I while I find this track quickly, uh, I want you to think of um, get in your mind a speakeasy jazz lounge. Uh, that's going to be that's important to have in your mind. All right. So okay, a speakeasy jazz lounge. Um, and the idea is mm-hmm. that it's like an open mic kind of setup, right? And mm-hmm. so this individual known as Clive Turkey is giving a, giving a slam poetry reading, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this, that, was, that is um, what kind of got this going. Uh, it's a slam poetry reading. Uh, let me see if I can find this video one second. Uh, media projects. Where the crap? How do I? How did I forget where I save my stuff? Audio. You're gonna have to edit this one. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't mean edit this out. I mean like, you're, it's gonna require some editing in order to make this. N- like this whole thing transition oh properly into the song enjoyable to listen to oh but see nick i don't want it to be it's got to be a hint because then i'll play the real version or what are you talking about i'm saying like the podcast Uh uh-huh oh i see what you're saying i understand what you're saying where is this yeah i'll probably cut some of this while i'm searching you're gonna need to buddy um, let's see. Presets. Where the crap is my music? All right, here we go. I believe I have found it. You ready? So mm-hmm. this song is called To All the Jive Turkeys. And oh shoot. I lost it. Let me just search it real quick. Five. You never realize how slow things can be until you need to type in a search and you forget where you put your own freaking documents. 
You know what I'm saying? You you know that you know that problem that everyone runs into. I keep all of my documents on my desktop. See, that would probably be a cool idea. I have too many documents, and for myself to do that, which is the worst, because it would be so much better if I did. Oh, I'm just dumb. I am so dumb. I found it. All right, here we go. Ready? You yep. should be you should be able to hear it. It's not going to it's just going to be faint, which is kind of the point. Um But yeah. Let's uh let's see. Oops, sweet Jesus. That was a little too loud. Are you ready? Mhm. Here it goes. Just softly in the background. Oh, shoot, this is the word version. All right, you heard the music? Good. To all the jive turkeys. Hey, you jive turkeys, I've caught your vibe. It's so contrived. I must decide how to survive. I'll scratch and climb or run and hide. At all costs, I'll stay alive. I've deciphered the lies behind those eyes, despite your tries to disguise the fire residing deep inside. Allies, schmallies, you I despise. Yes, spiders, kiss your prize goodbye. I, <clears throat> the sighs and the cries I have recognized as coming from friends of mine while they died by your design. Step aside with that sly sideways smile, oh so blithe. I must decry your hostile crimes. Might my mighty mind be mindful lest I fall to your minds. Far I'll fly from your knife that in the light shines so bright. I'll not be dried, sliced, diced, or fried. Bye-bye, Jive Turkeys. I've taken flight. Nice try. From Clive Turkey. That's to all the Jive Turkeys from Clive Turkey. Uh, how was that? <laughs> that was something. <laughs> I, I think it's different listening to it and, and not being in your presence. Oh, 100%. Because I can't tell on what level of one to 10 seriousness this is, or <laughs> if this is a joke. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I can't tell if Daniel is pulling what might be the hardest hardcore bit of all time, or if this is, this is real, this is actually happening. So here's That's the how this feels. <laughs> I freaking love that so much because that is entirely the vibe I was going for. I Well, and I know you well enough and I've known your sense of humor since high school long, well enough to know that like sometimes Daniel's going all in on something that's going to make you really un, un, uncertain about everything. <laughs> so I, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. That's, but man, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, that is a poem about what you said it would be about. 
and like which is somewhat <laughs> surprising. <laughs> and like one of the most wild things for me is the fact that it is not a like it's a good poem. Like I'm I like I'm not even afraid to say that. Like it's a well put together poem. Like you can tell mm-hmm. the intention behind it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like again like almost like it feels too good to just be a joke, right? So who freaking knows? <laughs> and I love yeah. that. It's like it's like I can tell Daniel put genuine effort into making this thing. And I also I suspect in the back of my mind that this thing he has made, he made in order for me to laugh. But because I can't tell because of how much effort you put so much effort into the, into this this funny thing that it it's no longer obvious that it's funny. <laughs> it's like, can I laugh? It's is this his, is this his like, isn't it? Is, is this his magnus opus or magnum opus or whatever? Like, is this the is this his crowning achievement? If I laugh at his crowning achievement, I'll never be like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna kick myself so hard I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, be ashamed. But I... yeah, it's yeah. I'm, that was that's I'm how that was for so, me. So so very glad that's exactly how it feels. Um I will not you you're, you're going to figure it out by the time the whole thing's done, but I will not tell you for certain uh until then because I have half a mind and not even half a mind, but I my intention and hope is that you feel the same way once you have experienced the entire Even when you finish it. When everything is mm-hmm. complete. Yeah, no. I I suspect I suspect that you will succeed, Daniel. Oh, I'm so excited. I suspect you are on the right track to doing what you are planning to do. <laughs> because <laughs> that's that. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Like, because like I said, I like, and actually, here's the thing too: that orchestral introduction already completed. It's three and a half minutes long. Like, I've already done mm-hmm. it. I might re-record part of it because I want a real trumpet rather than the fake trumpets that I put in, uh, or fake trumpet sound that I put in. Uh, but other than that, it's all done. This song is almost 100% complete. I've already made the video for it with Crystal's help. Um, there's smoke involved. Like, there's a lot of production value and effort that was placed into all of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the content, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. seems to not merit the amount of effort that has been put in. Well, do you ever, you know who it reminds me of, or that type of comedy at least reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Uh Bo Burnham or Lonely Island, like oh, these yeah. ones, you know them? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, some of their songs are like their production values. Like, these people are putting a lot of effort into it. And yet, it's a song about like something super weird and niche and not yeah. <laughs> like normal to sing about. And should right? not be deserving of so, the effort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's like a huge I, chunk I, of was, my entire self. What I mean self. to say, Daniel. What? <laughs> I said, that's like a huge chunk of my entire self, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, it sounds like a beautiful masterpiece. <laughs> and I'm so proud to be supporting you in any way that I can uh, <laughs> while you go through this time of creating um, not only a magnet. your own magnum opus but also maybe the crowning achievement of all culture ever thank you daniel (laughs) you're welcome thank you